Welcome to the Homeschooling Homemakers Podcast, where it's time to embrace the life you were created for. Come join me on a journey of being a keeper at home, creating a space for your husband and children to thrive, all while keeping Jesus at the center of it all. Hi, I'm Chantel, wife to one, mama to three, and I'm here ready to share with you practical tools to help you thrive in the roles you were created for. This is a place for you to throw aside all distractions and run into true freedom and joy of serving your family well. One that tends or guards a gate. Gatekeeper. Thank you so much for joining me on another episode of the Homeschooling Homemakers Podcast. I would like to jump straight into talking about being a gatekeeper with focus on Proverbs 31 and 27. She looketh well to the ways of her household and eateth not the bread of idleness. If you look at other translations, it says she watches over the activities of her household and is never idle. Other translations put laziness in place of idle. Now, if you continue looking up the word or look up another definition of gatekeepers is one who controls. Now, let's not take that out of context. We are not to control our husbands. We are to help them. So let's clarify that when we're looking up words. Um, here, we're talking about what comes in, what goes out of our homes from books to toys to clothing to food items to supplements to snacks whatever is coming in and out of your house wives mothers we're the gatekeeper of the home if it's going grocery shopping and you want your family to just say be healthier that means strategically planning your meals or your grocery list and going to get it not oh I'll just pick up you know chips and candies and you know nothing nutritious but yet I find even myself we complain about those things but we're the gatekeeper we have the authority the control as the definition says to ensure those things do or don't happen. Now, as I talked about or talk about in the podcast messages, everything we need is found in scripture. Like I'm holding my Bible here and I can open it up and whatever I read, I can find any situation, whatever I like, I can flip it open right now. And is you can apply it to every situation in life. That's bottom line. That's the pretty much the best I can explain it. So if this is a book of instructions for us, then we need to flip over to Titus 2. And if you 
just scroll down or take your finger and scroll down to verse 3. It says, the aged women, likewise the older women, that they be in behavior as becometh holy, not false accusers, not given too much wine, teachers of good things. Good things. Now, here you go. Older women, wise women, we have instructions. We are to be reverent in our behavior, not malicious gossipers, nor enslaved to much wine. We are not to be drunk and we are to teach what is good. Y'all, if we don't do the things before teaching what is good, how are you going to teach what is good? If I'm drunk, (laughs) how am I teaching what is good? My behavior does not line up, period. And that's the first thing coming out of the gate. Your behavior must line up. Now, let's go down to verse four. That they may teach the what? Young women to be sober. Listen, to love their husbands, to love their children. Other translations say to encourage, but I like how King James says to teach. You got to train. You got to train by the way you live, wise women, older, aged women. Don't take that out of context either because I know some older women who are not teaching, period. And we're talking about the fruit that's being produced from their lives. Let's just be real. Just because you're older and aged does not mean you're wise and mature. Verse 5 says, to be discreet, sensible is another word. To be chaste, pure is another word. Now, y'all, this right here, like lean in real, real close and listen to these next three words. Keepers at home. There it is. I define gatekeeper for you. Here it is in scripture. Keepers at home. Workers at home. Good, obedient to their own husbands that the word of God be not blasphemed. Let me read it in NASB 95 translation. To be sensible, pure, workers at home, kind, being subject to their own husbands so that the word of God will not be dishonored. But listen, older women, We got to do this. How we training them to be this and we're not this. That's the part that we miss out on. If it's saying we are to teach these things, we have to make sure we're loving our husbands. We're loving our children. That we're being sensible, pure, workers at home. That we're kind 
and we're subject to our own husband. We are submitted to our own husbands, not our pastor, not somebody else's husband, not your supervisor if he's a man. You are to be subject to your own husband so that the word of God would not be dishonored. Why do we think marriages are falling apart? Now, ladies, it doesn't fall all on our shoulders, but we play a major role in what we call marriage between one man and one woman. We are to ensure we are doing these things. Scripture says these are the duties of the older and the younger. And it talks about the older men and the young men, but I'm here to speak to the ladies. My husband can speak to the men and the young men. I'm here to speak to these wives and these mothers. Y'all, we got to set the example. I'm sorry, but you're not seeing it in the church. Y'all, we got to be at home doing these things. I don't have anything against anybody that works in the force, but I truly believe women, our place is at the house. If home, family, if that's not your first ministry, you might want to step out of that position and reevaluate some things. Because we're living in a time where our children are being attacked. Our children um, have more mental issues than I've ever seen. And women, we have put so many expectations and so many um, different responsibilities on our shoulders that was never meant for us to carry. So that's why it's important that we read scripture and we apply it. I know there are many people that may not agree with what I'm saying, but I'm just the messenger and I'm just repeating what the word of God has called and commanded us to do. And I want to walk in obedience to him. I can't be worried about what man and the world says, but if I'm not at home, I can't keep it. If I'm not at home, I'm not working in a sense of tending to the affairs of my home, tending to my husband, tending to my children, tending to the things, the chores that I have. Yes, I call them chores. Cleaning, cooking, washing clothes, washing dishes. That's keeping of my home. Praying, that's keeping of my home. Buying groceries, that's keeping my home. Picking up mismatched socks. That's keeping my home. Reading and talking and teaching my children, that's keeping my home. Y'all, nobody's perfect, but we need to strive to be more like Christ. Today, I challenge you to take a step back and to evaluate where are you in the gatekeeping status? Are you helping your husband? And I shared this with my sister when we were talking on the phone how years ago I had someone tell me, I think I, don't, I, I ironed a shirt for my husband. And this person told me I wouldn't do any, well, 
I'm having to use better terminology. I wouldn't do anything for that person or for that man. And at the time, Sweetheart was having some issues with, you know, I guess one having one man in her life. (laughs) But that just goes to show me the mindset. And I know people have been hurt, all the things don't. I'm not like saying anything negative about that. However, when it comes to my husband, when it comes to your husband, you need to find great joy in being a keeper of your home because just like I told my sister on the phone, I said, look, I don't mind ironing, washing my husband's clothes, whatever. My husband went out, he worked hard. He paid for that washing dryer. I don't mind cooking a hearty meal for my husband. He went out and he worked hard to provide that food. So yes, I will joyfully go get it. Yes, I will joyfully put it away. Yes, I will joyfully meal plan and prep. Yes, I will joyfully cook. So no, I don't mind doing those things. This is what the Lord has called me to do. Yes, I'm speaking to the ladies. Yes, I'm speaking to those who have a mindset of, no, I'm not going to do this or do that. I'm doing this unto the Lord. That's where my obedience is. And if I want to please the Lord, I have to please my husband. I have to be subject to him. My own husband. How am I pleasing God? I ain't like I've never seen him. Yes, I may have prayed and all the things, but my husband is right here on earth. If I can't treat him right, how am I going to treat the Lord right? Y'all, this is something I am adamant about. Seeing women, wives, mothers thrive in their homes, in the position, in the role that they were created for. Yes, I worked for years And I share with everybody, March 1st, 2011 was my last day in the workforce. It wasn't until three years later that I had my first child. My husband said he wanted me to be home with our kids. He wanted me to teach them. He wanted me to be home, be present. And I said, Lord, but we don't have any kids. The Lord was like, girl, I'm training you for what's to come. I'm training you to be a wife, a mother, a keeper of your home all at the same time in these three years before you even have a kid. The Lord was looking out for me. I was frustrated. I was mad. I was applying for jobs that I knew I was overqualified for. He would not open that door once that door closed. And he taught me to be subject to my husband, to listen to my husband, to trust my husband's decisions. And I know we have these thoughts in our minds, y'all, about finances and this. Live within your means. It is so much that I could say, but I'm trying to stick to being a keeper at home, being a gatekeeper. Y'all, this is not popular. This is not a popular subject to talk about in 2023. Think about it. Jesus wasn't either to the point he died. They killed him. But regardless of how the world tries to paint the picture, ladies, I want y'all to know he reigns. His word rules. You have to be bold enough 
to stand up in your home, not be lazy, not be idle, pay attention, care for the affairs of your home. If something is not right, make it right. Talk to your spouse. If you desire, it's not easy. If you desire to come off the workforce, talk to your spouse. I've known some women that had to work to pay off their debt. Then they came out of the workforce. I've known women who are home. They're very creative. People, well, you're just frugal. No, I'm creative. We're living within our means. And I was sharing with my sister, the Lord will take one, one source of income and stretch it and make you feel like you've had more than when both of you were working or whoever's working in the house. He will do that for his children. He loves us that much. I'm encouraging you and I'm encouraging you to encourage another wife and a mother this day to know that it is okay. It is okay to go against the grain, go against what the world is telling you that you need to be doing. No, your husband need you. Your children need you. They need to see you. They need to feel you. Your child needs that hug, that kiss on the forehead. Your husband needs that embrace when he walks through that door. He needs that smile. He needs that home-cooked meal, the aroma flowing through that house. The the fact that he's once he gets off, he's running home. He don't, like, he, put him in that place of... He, he needs to get home. Like, that's his mentality. Or not, oh, I got to go home to complain and Sally again. No, put him in a position where, honey, as soon as the clock strikes, whatever, he is in that driveway. Ladies, I'm encouraging y'all today to really just renew your mind. Um, this is something, like I said, adamant about. From my own personal experience, I am so adamant about being a keeper at home, finding joy in being at home. I struggled, y'all, wanting to work, wanting to be out of the house. And the Lord said, your place is at home. You are a keeper at home. He wants his word Honored. He wants his word lifted up. He will get the glory out of this. Y'all, I want you to pray, like truly pray for yourself in regards to this. I pray this um, podcast, the, the reference of scripture, I pray it blesses you. I pray it renews you. I pray that it transforms you just like it did my life. Y'all, I worked. I even worked in high school. I did a co-op program. I worked for a long time. And the Lord is like, this season is up. This is not a temporary, um, um, this is not a temporary, um, place you're going to be in. This is it. You're coming out of the workforce. This is it, Chantel. This is it. I had to be okay with it. I wrestled with the Lord. Like, 
applying reference letters. Y'all, I did all of it. But when the Lord has a special assignment on your life, you cannot run from it. You might think, and he'll give you that little time to, you know, run on that hamster wheel. But when he has a special assignment on your life, and this is a special assignment, not only to be a keeper at your own home, of your home, but to train, to teach the younger. Y'all, that's a special assignment. And we need to be raising up. We need to be training. We need to be showing these young women, these young mothers, these young wives how to do it. But it starts with our behavior. What are we doing home at home? And y'all, the fruit is evident of what you're doing. No, everybody's not organized. No, everybody's... No, they're not. But guess what? God will give you everything that you need. And if it's another person that needs to come alongside of you to help you, he will send you that person. Y'all, I have been that person and other people have been that for me. A friend of mine, we got, she needed help with organizing stuff. Guess what? We made a day out of it. We had snacks. We had foods. We had all the things. We cleaned. We organized. We threw things away. We dropped things off at Goodwill. Y'all, we not only cultivated our friendship and brought us closer together, but y'all, she's in a better place mentally. She's in a better place spiritually. Things that she had desired to do, she was like, she had to humble. She told me, she said, I had to humble myself. She said, I don't ask for help in this area because I should be. No, God sends you people to help you. I truly believe that he has sent so many people to help me, so many um, wise women to walk alongside of me. And he's also done the same where he's brought women into my life that I can help. And y'all, I'm not talking about no life coaching, none of that stuff. I'm talking about like physically being there. Like me, like I showed up with my work clothes on. Honey, I don't mind getting down and dirty. Let's scrub these floors. Let's clean this bathroom. Let's clean out this paper, these, but no, we're talking getting beside your sister in Christ and helping. God will send you the help that you need. And I truly believe he is raising up the older wise women to help train and teach because I truly believe the Lord, if he's restoring order to the church, he's restoring order to marriages because that's what make up ministries, the church, the family, the groom, the bride. I truly believe that. And in order for our marriages to flourish, we got to take our position. We have to help we got to be subject to our husbands. We got to nurture and nourish our children. We got to teach them. We got to train them. And in your doing that, you're training, you're encouraging these young women to do the same. I want to have that effect in the world. I want these women to be drawn to us I want these women 
to come running and like, hey, help me. Help me be organized. Yeah, we get the whole, like, we have marital issues, but y'all, if we line ourselves up with the assignment that God has given us, I promise you from my own personal testimony that the Lord will work out everything else. I encourage you to take Titus 2, 3 through 5, and let it saturate your hearts today. I encourage you to get in the position that God has called you to. A lot of times we miss out because we're not where we're supposed to be. We stepped outside of what where he's placed us. I'm encouraging you today. Read those passages of scripture. Attend to the affairs of your home. Watch. Stop allowing any, everything and everybody to come through your gate. Pray. Find that sister. Find that accountability. Everything you need, God has placed inside of you. We have to stop reaching for things that are not meant for us. Reaching for people that's not meant for us reaching for assignment that God never gave us. I pray this has encouraged you today. There is more to come on this subject. Yes, it is. (laughs) But until next time, remember to pray big and pray much. If you have found hope and inspiration in today's episode, then hit subscribe. Make sure you don't miss a moment on this journey of being a keeper at home. I am so grateful for you and I cannot wait to see all that God has in store for you.